0: We're talking relationship with food. This is one of my favorite topics, and it's one that, again, we could create a whole course on this topic. And so in this video, I want to introduce to you these concepts that come along with developing a healthy relationship with food, what that kind of looks like, and also what can be a little bit of an unhealthy, uh mindset or approach with food that you know sometimes people aren't even aware of and these are things that we hear all the time from our aunties from you know our friend or whatever and so just kind of you know being aware of these things and you know being able to discern what is the mindset that you want to have when it comes to food so First, we will chat about fear mongering in the nutrition space because fear mongering is extremely rampant, especially online, right? Social media, people are saying these outlandish things to, you know, get views, to sell their supplement, to, you know, whatever. And there's all these different camps, right? There's this oh yeah, um, you gotta manage your glucose spikes and that's gonna cure all of your health reasons. Or you gotta go uh, fully carnivore or else. You know, oh, stop eating vegetables. Too much protein is bad for you. You shouldn't eat carbs. No, actually fat is bad. And it's like, okay, what do you want everyone to eat? Ice, like what? (laughs) So, obviously all of these claims, a lot of these claims are rooted in total and complete BS to put it nicely. Okay. And this is a topic that gets me, you know, really frustrated when it comes to just all of the misinformation that is online. Okay. So, you know, this is, this video is really to help you not fall into the, BS. So anything you see or hear about nutrition from anyone else, from people online, from people who are walking in the grocery store and telling you this ingredient is bad, um, I would be very careful of uh, and know that a lot of it is either missing a ton of context, totally outlandish, or is very much not something that you need to be worrying about. And that is kind of the, uh, maybe like the minutia, like splitting hairs type information that is literally sending people into stress because it is, uh, it's fear mongering. Okay, so being aware of that. And if you do choose to, if you do want to consume more information about nutrition, we are going to... Give you some sources if you want to follow some people on Instagram, if you want to read some books. We want to provide you guys with good sources of uh, information here. If you want to dive deeper uh, on top of what we are teaching in this program. Okay, so what are some foods that you shouldn't eat? Let's talk about that. Okay, you shouldn't eat foods that are um, spoiled, that are. Um, You know, covered in dirt. Um, And then foods that you don't like, foods that also don't agree with you, right? Foods that maybe make you noticeably inflamed or break out or really don't agree with your digestion. Those are the foods to avoid, right? And all of these different camps of people telling you not to eat this and this ingredient and da 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 da, is for the most part a lot of. Noise. Okay, so that's kind of that's kind of talking about fear mongering. Let's step into this idea of abundance when it comes to food. This uh, abundance versus scarcity is a really interesting topic that I think takes a long time to become aware of. But for you guys, not because you have us in this program. But uh, a lot of people kind of, myself included, I've been there, where like maybe you go to a restaurant and you have it in your head. Oh, you know, I don't normally like allow myself this or don't normally eat this. This is the only time I get to have this. So what that means is I need to eat it all right now. Okay, and what that is is a scarcity mindset around food. Okay, so if you're struggling with overeating in a situation like that, really kind of checking your mindset and, be, and reminding yourself, I can always make this another time. I can always have this another time i can always come back here another time this is going to be there for me in the future right so if you're someone who struggles with maybe um just feeling like they want to down everything like right away because you know you never have it whatever like really kind of assessing you know where you are acting out of scarcity and how you could step into that abundance mindset with food Uh, that's gonna be a huge one that can make a big difference for anyone who struggles with overeating. Okay, And this also ties into the desire or the urge to feel like you always wanna finish your plate, right? And I'm sure that most of you watching have maybe uh, been taught this when you were young or maybe people around you do this and so you picked it up over time, super common and something that we hear all the time so with that i like to remind people that you can put stuff in the fridge okay you can freeze stuff right you don't have to finish your meal right then and there and if someone else is pressuring you or you know shaming you like or oh i just you know i you don't like it it's it's like no i do like it i'm really practicing listening into my body and feeling into my hunger cues and being able to stop when I'm full and not stuffing myself uncomfortably. I hope you can respect that, period, okay? Set those boundaries and, you know, be clear on, hey, you know, I don't need that. <laughs> like, I appreciate you, but thank you, no. thank you, but no. Okay, so remembering that you don't need to finish your plate, and this is also something that comes with, you know, abundance with food, right? Is like, um, you know, if there's like little bits of something that you're like, oh, I just need to like eat it versus throwing it away, you know, kind of checking yourself there with like, do I actually want to eat that? Is this actually nourishing for my body right now? And is this what I truly want to eat? Okay, sure, then eat it if yes. If no, really not, you know, leaning into that scarcity mindset of things and trying to practice that abundance there. This next topic is one that Uh, You might hear from people of like, oh, I, uh, you know, I did my morning workout, so I earned my coffee or, you know, I earned this. And I highly, highly recommend to not look at food as something that you need to earn. You do not need to earn your food, right? Even if you didn't move that day, not looking at food as something that you need to earn is a really important sort of mindset shift that for a lot of people is very beneficial, okay, and with that is avoid tying food to exercise, and what I mean by that is, you know, people will kind of think like, oh, you know, I had a hard, um, like I worked out today, so I can have this, or like I didn't work out today, so I can't have that. And that's a really kind of slippery slope and this is where we can start to get into like disordered eating tendencies and disordered um eating thoughts and so that's kind of one that you know for some people maybe it isn't like a um something that sends them down an unhealthy path but that right there is something that i do see in you know people with disordered eating and so you know, that is something to try and avoid is tying like food to exercise in that way, right? When it comes to like performance though, that can be an amazing thing to really look at like your nutrition and your uh, timing for, you know, your pre and post-workout meals and all that, but that's different. It's kind of, it's, it's tied to like feeling like you need to earn something or like you need to burn something off, okay? Which we highly recommend not uh kind of approaching or thinking about food in that way okay and lastly we're going to finish out chatting about relationship with food with how eating too little does have harmful effects right we don't want to live in a calorie deficit forever and this is a big one that a lot of people themselves drive themselves into poor health because they are chronically in a calorie deficit and so this is your reminder that deficits should be short term we shouldn't be living in a calorie deficit on and on and on and on and on okay some people are okay to be in a deficit for an extended period of time especially if they're like on a weight loss journey where maybe they have more weight to lose um you know when someone's like a little bit leaner and then they're constantly constantly eating in a deficit and they're not properly reverse dieting coming back up to maintenance right eating a little bit more this is where we can have metabolic adaptation which is just a fancy way of saying your metabolism slows down a little bit which side note is you know reversible it's not like you're breaking yourself Um, but this is where we can see issues with hormones, um, and just overall like internal health suffering a bit. And so this is something that is, I think a really great reminder because sometimes people like approach their fitness journey with this idea that, okay, like I just want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. So I just need to like always be in a calorie deficit. Okay, and so even if you haven't necessarily hit your goal yet, there are times where it would be extremely beneficial to take a break, to come back up to maintenance, to give your body that time to, you know, feel safe, right? Because a deficit is a stressor. Okay, and so your body does want enough food to stay the same and to, you know, that's gonna help it survive and thrive. So that's really what your body wants. So giving yourself that break um, and not living chronically in a deficit is going to be extremely, extremely great. And so that's kind of something to think about um, when it comes to relationship with food is like, you know, maybe in the past you've been like a chronic, maybe like yo-yo dieter. And could that be because you never took time to properly go about a reverse diet or a maintenance phase to where, you know, instead of uh, doing it right, you maybe like binge ate, came out of it, you gained all this weight, you're like, oh my God. And then you dive right back into a deficit and then you just feel like you can never win, right? And so, um, yeah, so really taking that time away from deficits is incredibly beneficial physically and also mentally, right? Remembering that um, deficits can be hard, right? And we don't need to live in them forever, nor should we. All right, so that is really the big topics I wanted to touch on when it comes to relationship with food and so many things influence relationship with food, how we were brought up, comments that other people make, comments, you know, from people you hear on the internet. And so, you know, really doing some, some work to learn what is going to be truly rooted in science going to be the best approach for you is going to help you feel so much more confident in going about these situations where you can kind of have a bs detector and you can be like boom pow, karate chop it away you know so um so yeah this is what we hope to do is to educate you as to there's a lot of bs out there there's a lot of gimmicky fat diets and do your best to avoid them and discern what is the right approach for you and avoid all of the you know you know you see something on instagram it makes you feel a certain way like oh maybe i shouldn't be eating bananas maybe they are bad no <laughs> don't listen don't listen to that uh, crap and, um, you know, learn a bit about nutrition, just like we're teaching you here. And if you want to do more, we're going to give you sources to do so, but doing so is going to help you be able to discern what is not the mindset and beliefs that you want to adopt and what is, and what is also rooted in actual science. Okay. That's all I got for you guys. See you in the next one.